Yeah, so we've missed all the Kanye cut. Oh, well. Our I, segment Kanye Corner. Our our one Kanye listener will never get that story now. Yeah. Uh, you were going on a rant about something earlier. that I Something about Bethesda plugins. Bethesda plugins? Yes. Oh, yeah, it was, I was looking for, no, it was a Fallout 4 plugin mod. I was looking for a Fallout 4 mods. Um, because I've got some good ones installed, but um, I was just trying to see what was out there, and so I found one that was called uh, Ambience and Reverb Overhaul. And what the guy's done is turned all of the reverb up to eleven, and so he hasn't changed any assets outside of one of the grenade sounds. All he's done is uh, there's. And I figured out how he did this. Uh, it took me like 10 minutes to figure it out. There's a program that lets you basically open up the ESM as text, the like Fallout 4 like master uh, file, and you can just look through all of the values and there's all of the presets for the different reverbs that they use in the game, and they're all just values, and you can change the volume of those things. <laughs> and so... He changed the volume and changed like the length of the the like reverb tails so that they last a lot longer, and so now every room you're in sounds like a giant stadium or a cave or a garage or something like an yeah, air, like real like, life, like an airplane hangar. Like you're in this office building and it's just like you fire a gun and it goes, <laughs> and I'm thinking the walls are made of tin, yeah, but also you're like, uh a tent to the size. And <laughs> so it's just this cavernous space, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. So the most disappointing thing was looking at this thinking, well, wow, that sounds really bad. That sounds so terrible. And then looking at the comments from people on YouTube or on the Nexus who were saying like, wow, man, well done. What a great improvement you've done. It's like real life now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I shoot the gun and it makes the ringy ding. Yes. Yeah. So no, you, granted, said he, you said he changed one grenade sound. Uh huh. What did he change that to? A different just explosion. Just a different explosion. Yeah, a different kind of. Explosion. I was really, really hoping you were going to say just him going to the microphone. Bang. Boob. Uh, did you say boob? He said boob. Instead of boom. That's not the sound grenades make. They don't say... The grenades don't say boob? No, they say boom. Boobs say boob. No. No. No, they don't talk anymore. Okay. Anymore. So this is Still in Beta. Welcome to Still in Beta. We talk about video games. I guess. (laughs) Uh, I'm Jesse. I'm William. Phil. There's Phil. Phil. <laughs> we were going to talk about hack and slash, or you wanted to talk about hack and slash. Oh, yeah. But we didn't yes. have time last time. What about yes. hack and slash? I'm interested to hear about this game because I bought it for you, but I've never played it. Yeah. So this was, uh, what was that Christmas present or birthday or something? I don't know. It's Christmas. <laughs> it was a holiday. It was a while. Time. The Retron was your birthday. The, ret- the Retron. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, it's still in the box somewhere. He didn't know what it was called. 
It is still in the box somewhere. Well, I'm about to move, so I don't want to take it out of the box. Well, they <laughs> called it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so hack and slash, it's uh, Zelda-ish. Mm-hmm. In, you know, you've got a world map you run around, and, you know, you have, basically you have one, you have, like, a sword that you swing at things, and then a bunch of other items that you pick up that help you further the plot and puzzles. Uh, so it's kind of like Zelda with a computer hackery kind of theme to it. Yeah. Um, so your sword is basically like a USB stick, and all of the enemies have like little USB ports on their back. So if you hit them in the back, you can you can hack into them, and there's obje- other objects on the map that you can basically hack with your USB sword. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of interesting because at first it's it's very simple. Like if you hack something, you can just change values on the object. So like like the a, reverb, huh? Like the reverb. Yeah, you can just crank the reverb to eleven on everything, and uh, makes it sound like real life. But <laughs> if you like a like if a crow or a stupid turtle or something attacks you, you can hit it and you can change it to like friendly instead of enemy. So then it doesn't hurt you anymore, and you know if you change it to the friendly faction, then the other enemies around will attack it instead. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you change a rock to friendly? Rocks are always friendly. Oh. Uh, they they All don't the have enemies hate rocks. They, they don't have a for them. they don't have a faction. Oh. But you can change rocks like number of times you can push this rock, change it from zero to ten, so that you can actually move it out of the way, and things like that. Uh, so at first it's kind of, so it's kind of like that. It's pretty simple. And then it gets to the point where, I don't know, it, it tries to be like a puzzle game and it goes from like sort of simply, simple hacky stuff to very puzzle, like too much puzzle because some of the puzzles are like so like complicated that I don't want to do them. (laughs) And then. And then once you can get past that crap, then it gets into very computer computer language hacky, which is the most interesting part. But you have to get through all that puzzle crap. So do you have to write first. code? Uh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Like, not, not, not actually, like, type in code, but there's, it's, like, a whole bunch of different switches that you can, and uh, values that you can set. So you could say, like, there's clearly a method or something that this that this you know chair or wall or something is is running and you can go say instead of you know instead of this value being zero but now it's a hundred and that makes something different happen or you can say instead of calling this function you call this other function that's also in the in the game somewhere uh, so it was kind of interesting for me because I knew enough about programming that I could kind of figure out what some of the stuff was that was going on. And uh, when you when you get past all the puzzly stuff and you get to the part where you can actually like get into the, the hacking of, of like an object's like really hacking like what the object does, that's when you're kind of to the point that you're getting into like the castle to fight the end boss. And uh the thing that's interesting there is basically to get through the uh, there's like a series of rooms you have to get through to get through them. 
uh, you first have to get access to the library, which is the code library. So all of the classes are in this library that you can like, you walk around, it's like books on the wall, but each time, each one that you pull down is a class that you can go and edit. And so you have to go find like the different rooms to hack the rooms themselves so that you can get past them. Or you maybe have to hack, like one room has a death clock in it and you have to hack the death clock so that it's not instantly killing you when you walk in the room. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's things like that. And like, so if you find that thing, that object in the library, then you can beat that room to go to the next one. And so, you know, I was kind of figuring my way through that sort of stuff. And then you get to the last room where there's the boss fight. And there's a certain way, because I went and looked up on the internet, like, how you were sort of supposed to beat it, which I did not do. <laughs> I, uh, I actually circumvented probably, like, several steps, because I just got to that room and I hacked. I Basically, what I did was I hacked the room to, like, when you enter room, win this, win the game. And <laughs> because I was just like, let's see. I, I just started reading through all of this code. And I was like, okay, okay. So if I get it to do that, that's the win the game function. So I just walked in and I was like, ba-boom, I win. And then, you know, it's kind of like over at that point. Um, but there was probably some other way that you were supposed to do stuff that I did not do. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was actually, I was... I you have to get past the like I have to stress that you have to get past like the first, when you there's this part where you get captured and then that's where like it gets really puzzly and complicated and I would say if you hate that part just go on the internet and cheat past it because that part kind of for me sucked and like if you can get past that then you get to the hacking which for me was way more fun to do yeah wow, that sounds like a lot of fun and you could I thought you could do stuff like set damage numbers on things to like negative so they basically like you can still hit me but you heal me every time you do yeah like at the very beginning of the game i gave myself like enough health that i was never gonna die because there's like a fairy that will give you like 10 health when you meet her but you get an object that you can say hey guess what i didn't meet you yet fairy and so you can just do that as many times as you want and so you know i was like the fairy yeah you basically are hacking the fairy so Uh that like she forgets that you you that she already gave you the life bonus. Yeah. And so you can just do that as many times as you want. And she can have like, you know, hundreds of life. And then you're never going to die. Right. <laughs> you know, so then which is why the game finds lots of other ways to kill you. Like when you're in the dungeons, it's not damage that kills you. It's when you walk into this room, the game crashes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so you have to like back up to a previous room where it didn't crash to, to come back. So it's, it's not, it's not that it damaged you. It's basically, you just instantly lost because the game crashed. Okay. Where does one get this game? It's on steam on the steam. Yeah. (laughs) And, and if you're a better, if you're better at programming than me, then you can probably, as soon as you get into the library, you could probably just beat the game. Yeah. See that that would actually be a little disappointing to me. Find the library room within the library and say, "Would I leave the room? Win the game." Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You probably just like play end credits. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if some of that game felt like 
uh, messing with the game genies or game shark stuff where you like can track of values and like mess with them to like make things move in odd ways. Like, did you ever use those game shark codes that would like you, you like hell, uh, hold down like the L button on the N64 controller and it makes link levitate into the air or something because it's like you've, you've messed with the, uh, like you found the vertical translation uh, value or something, and then you like push this button, and it like makes him fly up. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I I had a game genie for the NES. Yeah, and then I I forget how I got it. Like I got a Game Shark for my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Which now that I think about it, what was that little port actually supposed to be for? I imagined that it was for some kind of dev access. Like you would hook that, like, I don't remember, I don't know if the PS1 dev kits were actual consoles, like Xbox One I don't One think console. so. They, I, mean, I remember they were. They came in like black. I think those were the dev consoles. Maybe they were so different. You link PlayStations together to play. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't actually know what that serial port was for. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't quite a serial port. It was like a, it was like a proprietary port. It was like, yeah, it was basically like a little micro PCI style interface. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a weird little thing. But for some reason, that thing, that port had access to like all of the system RAM. Yeah, you could change everything in it. So that's all the Game Shark did was like tracked RAM values, and then you change those or May, set was, them in. But place. it was not a good experience. It, I mean, like. Game Genie for uh-huh. like NES is like you put it, you know, you put it between the con- uh, the cartridge and the NES. Yeah. And you turn it on and then you get your three or four codes you could put in instantly. It's all you had to do and you hit start and move forward. Right. But in like, um, with the, with the Game Shark, it was a much more involved and kind of broken process, but codes in it. And, and if the game, if the codes didn't work, the whole the whole game just wouldn't work. Whereas with like NES ones, if you got like the the code wrong, I, I can't remember if it shot you an error or if it would just play and sometimes not work as expected. I don't know. I liked the Game Shark. I I, I, didn't, I didn't have <laughs> I, a problem I, with it. I well, found myself not using the Game Shark even though I had one. Though it was a thing because it stopped. Like I think when I had a Game Shark, it, I finally hit the point where cheating just wasn't as fun as it used to be. Uh huh. Because when I was a kid, you know, I, I was like, infinite lives, heck yes. Or uh, don't die from falling, absolutely. Or you know, inf- uh, infinite health or something like that. I would just do that because, you know, I was a kid and I just wanted to beat the game. I used to do it all the time. So I remember putting it into, like, Mega Man 2. Uh-huh. And I, it's kind of funny. In my head, mostly what I remember is the broken music that you'd get from doing that. Because... You always had the, like these weird side effects of using the game uh, the game genie as well on NES games because the the best one I remember is Mega Man Two like I just mentioned where the audio samples or at least the 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 signal gets sent that gets sent to the chip gets warbled and so you get like this weird like demon demon sounding version of the soundtrack where all the audio is totally broken. What if it like all just went down like a half step? And so you're just hearing this like weird, <laughs> you're hearing this weird like minor key version of, yeah. of Mega Man Two music. Da, 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 da. 
Mega Man's a lot more morose than I remember. <laughs> Uh, you know, there were definitely odd things you could get to happen with the Game Shark. Yeah. And that's the thing that I liked more than just like doing generic cheats. Like, okay, I have infinite health. That's fine. I can do that. But those are like the standard built in codes. But then when you start screwing around with your own codes and it's like, I changed these values. Now explosions are like 10 times as forceful as they used to be. <laughs> now I'm like, I'm like playing Twisted Metal 2 and whenever I do my jump thing or whatever, it sends me into the sky. Like those kinds of things are always way more fun. Or like unlocking things you weren't supposed to be unlocking. Like now I can play as the final boss and man, it doesn't work right at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fit on the maps because <laughs> this guy's huge. Uh, like that stuff was, was my favorite. Like, I don't know, just, just cheating for cheating's sake was, yeah, like you said, not very interesting. Mm -hmm. Cause then you just remove the challenge from the game and you're just, I don't know, pushing buttons to see things blow up. But yeah, I just turned on the blood codes, especially on games, you know, like that, that was it. It was cheating for me was the blood code, (laughs) you know, Sonic the Hedgehog blood code. Yeah. You know. The Sesame Street game. Turn on the blood code. Yeah. Paperboy. <laughs> blood code. Blood code. Blood code. Yeah. Blood code's such a weird thing. <laughs> it only exists because of Nintendo. But you had to do it on... You, I didn't think it worked on Nintendo. I thought it only worked on Sega. Well, Nintendo didn't want the blood code, so they... Or they didn't want the blood in the game, uh-huh. so they hit it behind a code. I'm pretty... I thought no, it worked no, on... Sega has hit it behind a code. Sega hit it behind a code? Yeah. It wasn't I don't Nintendo think you, at all. Nintendo didn't have it at all. Nintendo, but yet Nintendo, Nintendo had fatalities. Had, Nintendo, you had sweat. Right. You oh. hit them. Oh, yeah, because a gray crap would fly off of them. It's yeah. the same sprite. It was just gray. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then did you even have fatalities on the Nintendo? Yeah, I think you did. I don't recall that you actually had them. There may, maybe I, remember, I remember like Kano would like rip out someone's heart and it'd be like this gray piece of meat that would just kind of drip gray. I think they had the fatalities. I don't know. There were some fatalities you could do that, that weren't, you know, that, re- that really weren't violent or, well, by Mortal <laughs> Kombat standards, they weren't very violent. Like I think you just said fatality and not violent. In the there were a lot of they non-violent were, They weren't fatality. violent as in, like, you see a spinal cord dangling out. Like, like Liu Kang had one where he just, like, did a little flip and then punched you. You know? And then, like, you could do the electrocute one, but it wouldn't blow them up. Yeah. You know, with, with it was rigid. just, like, a, a furious tickling. Yeah. Struggle cuddle. Is that, is that what you just described? I don't, I don't remember. Furious. Like some of them had some just some. I mean, the first one, some of them had by, you know, if you're looking at Mortal Kombat 10, is that where we're at now? Where uh, yeah, yeah, like I think it's called Mortal Kombat X, actually. That's Whatever, what it's call it, still yeah. 10. It's still 10. It yeah, the like that one is like like insanely gruesome compared to some of the other. Like yeah. I don't even remember what like Sonya's was again something ridiculous. Like she just like. Whoop, whoop, zip through the air and punched you, and then that. No, was she uh, she blew a kiss. Oh, that was what. And it was like a little energy ball, and then it set them on fire, and you saw the skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just really lame stuff. What were all of them? Okay, so Kana rips your heart out. Uh, Sub Zero, Sub Zero punch would tear, uh, or pulls your head off. Tear, tear your head you got to dangle. dangle uh, skeleton. Scorpion would set you, you on fire. On fire. Yeah. Uh, Reptile would spit acid on you if you had him. 
Or was that no? No, that two? reptile no. wasn't until two. Yeah, no, reptile was Rept- in the first, reptile was, was a secret one. character. Yeah, but his fatalities were just sub zeros or or scorpions because he was just a palette swap of well, so yeah. those guys. Yeah. Um. But let's see. Uh, Johnny Cage was the uppercut your head off, and you could do it three times. Uh, I said somebody do it seven times once, but that was on like on the arcade. Yeah, I think the arcade had a different thing. Yeah. Uh. Raiden was the death tickle. Because uh, <laughs> I remember that. Who else was in that game? Kano. Uh, yeah, you I said Sonya. Uh, we did Sonya was the kiss the blow kiss. Liu Kang. Liu Kang? The, mm-hmm. It was just seven? Yeah, there wasn't very many. Yeah, because they were, they were porting the arcade game. Do the uh, song. You guys aren't doing it with me. No. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Wow. Yeah, I forget how few people they were. And like three of those were played by the same guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, and two of them were basically the same. It was the same outfit. Yeah, yeah, which was like a like neon red color or something in real life, because it had to contrast with the blue screen that they were using to uh, capture the images. But <laughs> they also so. needed to do chroma keying on it. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was like whatever the inverse color is of the blue they were using. Which so is some red. kind of red orange. Yeah, it's like a red orange. And I think that's what ended up being like Ermac's color. Yes. Yeah. Ermac mm-hmm. was kind of a red. Yeah. Man, all those ninjas. <laughs> well, how many did they end up with? They ended up with like there was smoke and S- reptile. Re- reptile, smoke, Sub Zero. Sub Zero Scorpion. Ermac. 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 Rain. 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 Uh, uh, Noob Cybot. Noob Cybot. Um I want to say that's it. So as many ninja characters as there were original characters in the first game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Yes. Uh, yeah. And the, they, those characters still exist. I mean, they, 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 but then they, they, they've updated them as the games go on. They, they get further and further away from that original costume set. Yeah. Which is a little disappointing because I heard Rain was going to be in like, Mortal Kombat, the one that came out on PS3. Uh-huh. When it says, I think it was Mortal Kombat 9. Technically, it's called it Mortal Kombat. I was like, yes, Rain! And he comes out and he's like basically Prince, which I know is the joke. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're not supposed to say it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, come on. I just wanted the, the classic ninja suit in purple. Right. Wait, so was it like kind of a short guy in high heels or something? It... it <laughs> He was fabulous. Did he he have a puffy shirt and a purple vest? Yeah. Did he have like a a penis guitar? Do you you know what I'm talking about? I think I think you're just making that up. No, that was no, that was a halftime show thing. (laughs) Do you remember? I feel I feel like you're just going off on this weird tangent now. What? No, when they did so the Super Bowl, they had like a bunch of flashbacks or whatever uh, to like previous halftime shows. And Prince, when he was on there, he did kind of like a like a shadow thing where there was, he was like 
the shadows projected onto a thing, onto like a tarp. And he's got his guitar and he's like pelvic thrusting the guitar. And it. I don't remember that. It's like penis guitar. It's like this. It's like the same men in tights joke, you know? Uh What? Robin Hood. The silhouette. Never mind. He doesn't know what we're talking about. No, I don't. Did you? I know. I know Robin Hood men in tights. I've seen most of the Mel Brooks movies. Most of them. Which one did you not see? It's a handful that I haven't seen. There's a, there's a handful I haven't seen. Like, I haven't seen High Anxiety. Yeah, I haven't seen or, High Anxiety. Or, um, and I'll... I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even heard of that movie. <laughs> well, they... Yeah, it's like a parody. Wait, 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 no, no. It's, it's, the, it's the, like, every Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Okay, I did see that one. Yeah, so okay, I haven't seen, I haven't that, seen one. that one. And uh, I have seen Blazing Saddles, but I don't remember any of it. <laughs> that one's pretty good. That one's though. a good one, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What else? Sheriff is near? What, what else have I not seen? <laughs> what, what else have you no. not seen? Because then I'll tell you if I've seen it or not. Uh, well, there's another one that um, it's not history of the world, but it's it's like around that same time, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say it's a it's uh they're spoofing uh like Shakespeare or something. I'd have to look. I'd have to, I've seen it like on Amazon or something as I'm looking through uh, because it gets recommended me to me since I bought Blazing Saddles and I have Spaceballs on Blu-ray like in my <laughs> wish list and stuff. Yes. So um, why well, I haven't bought Spaceballs on Blu-ray, I don't know. Right. It's one of those things where it's like, it's $8 and I'm like, I don't know, I do have it on DVD. I have a hard time buying any movie anymore because... There are so many things that I still haven't watched that are just on Netflix or Amazon Prime or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's like, uh, if I go buy this movie that I have seen and I could stream it for free, I feel like a sucker. But also, I don't watch any of my DVDs anymore right now anyway. Like, there's very few times, you know, unless it was like a year since, you know, like, hey, let's let's watch you know, up again, because I want to cry today <laughs> or something, you know, like, and, and it's, and it's still been like two years since that movie came out and I saw it in the theater. Yeah. So I still remember that it's a movie, you know, as opposed to like, did you forget that it was a movie? It's not that I forgot that it was a movie, but it's definitely like, the, it's like, it's like, why it's did one I, of those where you go to your shelf and you're like, oh, right. Oh yeah, you know? I have this. Oh, sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I have this. Because Blockbuster was selling all of their movies for $3 a piece, and that's how I ended up with a copy of Bandits. <laughs> I think that was a Christmas gift. Maybe. <laughs> I think that was the time there was, like, like Mom uh, went, to the, went to a movie outlet store, and there was a sale, and everything was a dollar. And so they bought everything that they remembered watching and some things that they thought we had watched, I guess, or maybe that they had watched. That's how I ended up with a copy of Analyze That. Right. Having but, not watched Analyze This, I get this movie and I'm like, what? But it's the same premise. It's like, it's like DVD stores everywhere were closing because everyone was switching to the internet for their movie purposes. Right. And so we ended up with a bunch of, of like stuff, you know, mid-2000s movies that all like yeah. got horribly discounted. Yeah, analyze that. 
X-Men 3 and Wolverine X-Men Origins. Those are all movies that I at one time owned because they were given to me because they're tangentially related to things that I like. Deadpool was a movie. Deadpool was a movie. Is a movie? Is a movie. Is a movie. Deadpool's a movie. Yes. It's a good one. Yes, I hear it has many of the moving pictures. Yes. Don't see it with family or children. Don't see it well, with family. Well, you can watch it with family. Just don't see it with young family. Or family that you're uncomfortable with sex stuff around. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah a lot of sex unless stuff you want to see Ryan Reynolds bent over. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what your problem is. He is a pretty man. From the neck up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to judge this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You saw his butt and you thought it looked weird too. <laughs> I, I wasn't judging his butt. I mean, I, I I don't really pay attention to the man butt. Whatever. Everybody saw it here. That if you watch the movie, there is a there were scenes where you clearly see his butt and it looked weird. These are true. This this only. <laughs> but I, I don't want also, to ask. I don't I'm, want to ask what why you think his butt's weird. Don't an, don't answer. I it I, had a weird shape. But again, what? <laughs> I'm so. I don't know. I don't think dudes' butts look good though. <laughs> I, so that's I, the camp that I'm in. My brain just doesn't look at dude butt. It was like on the screen. It was right there. I saw the other stuff. It's like whenever, whenever uh, other things. Did you watch the? Would you watch the Watchmen movie? And you see Doctor Manhattan dangling all over the place, and you're like, yeah, Doctor Manhattan. A, you're gonna see a CG blue penis if you watch. If you watch that movie, that escalated quickly. I thought we were talking <laughs> about Deadpool. <laughs> well, we were, but then it turned into just like comic book genitals, I guess. Well, but <laughs> comic book, comic junk. Um, no, I when I saw when I saw the Watchmen, every time Blue Dong was on the screen, that's a different superhero. There, <laughs> there was there was a bunch he's of like. A, he's a, <laughs> uh, now I am the Blue Dong. Now he's trying to figure out who what Blue Dong's powers are. I well, so see, you. I pictured him as an Asian man. Yeah, so, I knew he was going to go there. Oh. I knew it was going to happen. I knew he was Why? going to go like. He was going to go like 16 candles, and it's like Long uh-huh. Duck Dong uh-huh. as Blue Dong. All I was going to say was, anytime there was there was Azure Junk on the screen, there was a group of like college kids, which I was in college too at the time. They were you know, like freshmen or something, laughing their asses off, uh-huh. which effectively distracted me from the uh, the the blue length. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't have to deal with it really. Sorry, I'm stuck on the blue dong over here. Yes. I try to think of another word for blue. Yeah. I didn't So I'm thinking he has ass. kung fu powers, right? He's got to have some kind of kung fu and no, no, he can't no. He, or is he a ninja? Is he ninjutsu? He, no, maybe dong, he's neither. Dong maybe, is definitely Chinese, right? Maybe he's a musician. Or if he you want to just stick with the like terrible Asian stereotypes, he's <laughs> got gad- he's a gadgeteer uh-huh. like the guy from like Goonies. Yeah. Yes. Like data from Goonies. Yeah. 
He has a a clock that goes So he's got a watch with a boxing glove on a spring that he punches (laughs) people with. Oh, my God. (laughs) Watch out, fellas. It's the blue dong. 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 Yes. Does the glove dong for you? For whom does the dong go dong? I mean, the, 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 the glove go dong. Damn it. Confucius say, it is time for you to give up. Bong. Confucius say, it's time for you to give up. Yeah, and then he hits uh, the watch button. And then that shoots out the, the fist, uh, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, there we go. Well, that just got recorded. <laughs> There okay. goes that. There goes our entire, our Asian demographic. Our entire yeah. Asian demographic. So speaking so, of racism, we were talking about something with the Oscars too. Oh yeah, the Oscars. <laughs> what? With the because uh, it really racist. Are we talking about the whiteout thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, they call it whitewashing. Though. Whitewashing. Sorry, I, I don't know what they call it. I don't pay attention to the Oscars. Well, I mean, the, the thing about the Oscars is it's like. Uh, uh, what is it? And I, the red letter media guys, I think, put it best where it's it's just an industry awards show, right? It's like any other industry awards show. And other industries have that where, you know, like like salesman of the year award, basically. But this is the only one that's like really televised because it's a bunch of millionaires. So it's a millionaires in, in the movie industry. So, of course, they're going to make a big production out of it. <laughs> that's yes. what they do. But yeah. But also, like, yeah, the big deal is uh, that people are saying that there are uh, not enough, not enough black people. Yes, not enough black people getting nominated. Um, it looks like you have something to say about that. Oh uh, no, I was just to say like, there's that, and then but so then they tried to make a big deal of like, yeah, there's there's like five black people here, and Chris Rock is hosting, and. Mm-hmm. But then they they went and made like a terrible racist Asian joke on the sh- on the thing too. What, is it worse than Blue Dong? Uh, no, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not. No, but it was like Chris Rock like had their accountants come out and uh, or something like. So there was some joke. Oh, about, was like, that what the Asian children were on stage for? Yes, something about like the accountants, uh. the accounting group was coming out, and it was like a bunch of Asian children. Whoa. <laughs> yeah i i missed why there was a bunch of like asian children on stage is whoa <laughs> are you like well that's pretty racist uh yeah 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 why would chris is, rock do this i don't know but it seems awfully awkward given the accusations that the oscars themselves are pretty racist so yeah. Well, that 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 sounds pretty racist, and it happened on the Oscars. You know what would have been more racist though is if it was a bunch of white children with bronzing cream on them, and then what? like and then like their eyes taped slanty. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. <coughs> yeah. No, you no, you don't put children in 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 other race face. <laughs> other race face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do that. That's not okay. Right. But you do give Oscars to millionaires that do it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did yeah. they do that? Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. got one. Right. Black right. Guy. He didn't get the award, though. He just got nominated, right? Oh. 
either way. He didn't actually. Yeah, because I, I, I finally watched <laughs> Tropic Thunder recently. And I've never seen it still. I, it was a very entertaining movie. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, whenever I found out that he was nominated for blackface, I was like <laughs> cracking up. And then I thought, man, I kind of wish he won that one. Like, I don't care who the other who's competing against, but that would just blow me away if he had actually won it. <laughs> yeah, yes. Because, <laughs> but, but, because then but, it'd be like, and that, yeah, was the man. Only person, that was the only black guy nominated. Right. Was, <laughs> right. Was a white guy yeah. in blackface. And if that wins, man, oh, man, of course you've got. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is a problem. <laughs> what was it? Oh, we were making fun of that the other day. Where uh, <laughs> you were saying something like the Academy being like, that reminds me of that Sambo character. Yes, like that. that was that was my thought on that. It was like, that's why they thought it was so fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Because it's a bunch of like thousand year old white guys. Yeah. That are making the decision. <laughs> yeah. Like if you, the, the, uh, yeah, the group, the Academy as a group is, uh, you can look up like who's on the different boards or whatever for the decision making. It's largely a bunch of old white people. Well, that's true for most decision making boards. Yeah. But it's like, no wonder, you know? <laughs> well, what I love too is like uh, how sometimes show movies get nominated for things and people didn't even watch them. Yeah, I love that. Like, I assume from the sounds of things, this probably deserves an Oscar. It's like, I feel like you should at least have to watch a movie if you're going to nominate it for an award. Yeah. Or, like, the people voting on it, like, hadn't even watched it. Haven't Like, over half the people hadn't watched the movies nominated. So they're just like, eh, this one. That's, that's why I definitely, like, particularly, like, some of the technical ones, I'm like, fuck you, Hurt Locker, getting best sound design. Like... People don't even, like people who who gave who gave that award probably don't know what like don't really know what great sound design is, but they're like, well, the Hurt Locker just needs to win some more Oscars. This year. Oh, absolutely! I looked up the <laughs> I looked up the council or whoever the board for uh, the visual effects awards, and on the list was mm, one person that I felt was qualified based on like their like their uh, credits, like the. They're essentially the resume of like what they've worked on previously. And that was like a guy from Pixar. So I'm like, okay, that guy's got a vote. But then the other people are like just random production hands or something or like executive positions. I worked on friends. Yeah. Or like I was a script supervisor, but I, it's, it's just like, why? Right. And that's why Titanic gets best visuals when there's like so many awesome like visual effects movies that came out that year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the the people I know who are interested in the Oscars are either interested in it for uh, the, I guess, voyeuristic nature of watching rich people or the like spectacle and pageantry of like all of the fancy gowns and like the huge gala nature of it. It weirds me out that people want to watch rich people. <laughs> well, I mean, how popular is Keeping Up with the Kardashians? I still don't understand why that's popular. Why are they famous? Do they have money? Why do they have money? Wait, did Where that one come from? Did one of them get? Did one of them get? 
famous before or after the sex tape? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, so, I don't know, but I saw the thing. I, I didn't actually watch it, but I saw a uh, dude from Friends is playing a Kardashian. He was a lawyer for OJ in the OJ trial. Yeah, that's the thing. Right, so that's that's Johnny where... Cochran. Huh? Johnny Cochran. Uh, that was a lawyer for OJ. That was that one, was of, one the of the lawyers. He had like oh. five or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but like there was a Kardashian <laughs> who was a lawyer for OJ. And that's why they're famous? I think they're famous... They're famous because OJ murdered someone? They're famous because they have money and one of them was... A skanky hoe bag, which that this is, this is the thing that gets. That's me. like how Paris Hilton was famous. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I was I was about to make that. No, connection. Paris Hilton at least before she had her whatever career was at least gonna be rich if she wasn't already rich because she's from the Hilton Empire. With, well, right, but, but that's my, what he's my, saying. My thing yeah, is, they, is they were, that they're, 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 they're actually they're because their dad was a rich, lawyer. rich lawyer, so they have bleed off rich is what yeah. it is. They're 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 trust fund people. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, it's like the Fresh Prince's family, right? Okay, that makes a little more sense to me because I was trying to, for the life of me, for years I've been trying to figure out without having the, the without so that was the like L.A. dad's a lawyer, they're yeah, super yeah, rich yeah, yeah. and like and, well, like privileged. What I was trying children. to what I was gonna say was like I for years have been trying to figure out without having actually the caring to look it up, trying to figure out why the hell does anyone care that this woman made a sex tape? Why does her career begin with this? Because people make sex tapes all the time, I assume. They don't get they don't get TV shows. <laughs> I'm not famous for any of my sex tapes. I keep putting I've put them all on the pirate bay. They're all Why? there. Kanye's downloaded five of them. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't want to marry me. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> all I'm saying is my life has been a disappointment up to this point <laughs> in that regard. <laughs> When's Phil's time? And it'll be called your show. Your reality show will be called Filling Time. Dot com. Oh. <laughs> A time to fill? No. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to my webcam, Kay. <laughs> you're like, no, you just switch the things around. <laughs> <laughs> It works on so many levels. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so is that... That's the name of the episode. <laughs> okay. Unless we call... if Unless you want to do Blue Dog. No. Okay, no, really? it's the time no. to fill. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I want to talk about something other than that now. Um, <laughs> I thought checking your clock is like, can we go now? <laughs> so I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to look at the old, the old <laughs> Google Doc here. Oh, yes. I was going to talk about the other game thing that I... Oh, yeah. The thing we stopped so talking I about think, at dinner. I think this is the okay. only... I finally crowdfunded something. <gasps> like you got a crowd together and funded? My tape? <laughs> <laughs> a no. time to fill seven? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, We're up to nine now. Uh, no, I... Uh, it was the... I think the website is Robert Space Industries. Yeah. But it's a... So the guy, I can't remember his name. It's something Roberts. Uh Uh-huh. I would say John, but I think that guy was like a presidential candidate or something. Not. (laughs) It sounds like a presidential name. Yeah. It's the guy who made Freelancer and 
before that wing commander. And so basically making a kind of a freelancer, like actual MMO. Um, the art that I have seen uh, from videos and stuff is very pretty looking. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't actually spend money to help crowdfund it. it it's got, it's, Star like, Citizen? Star Citizen, yeah. Holy crap, this is the first you're hearing about Star Citizen? <laughs> this is the first we're talking about Star Citizen. Okay, because I was trying to figure it out. I was like, wait a minute. I know Robert Space. Yeah, I was like, that sounds that. familiar. And then I would go through familiar. the website and I'm like, Star Citizen. Oh my God. Nobody ever told me about it. I knew it was called Star Citizen. I never bothered to look at yeah, Robert Space. Star Citizen, movies. also known as, okay, the most ambitious game design ever made. Yes. And also, like, the largest grossing crowdfunded game ever, because it's over, like, $100 million or something. Right. And we we never talked about it or anything. Okay, yes. But I'm, I'm just surprised that this is, you're finally hearing Which this. reminds me, since, he's, since he was in Wing Commander, uh, Mark Hamill's actually doing a thing with Star Citizen. Yes. Perfect. He's, like, one of the voice actors. Yes. Did they get the cat guy? I don't think so. I never played a Wing Commander, uh, uh, but I knew a Freddie Prince Jr. was in the movie. There's a movie. It's on, yeah, they made it's a on Netflix. Movie. Oh, it's on Netflix. I'm watching that Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so okay, well, so you know what it is now. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 spent I like how he's acting like he educated us. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, so you, now I've told you, you about Star Citizen. You clearly. <laughs> <laughs> well now you can say what it is um, no keep talking I want to hear this but, yeah what's your take what's your version? Uh my take is it's very pretty looking like the stuff yeah. that I've seen it's uh, built in the cry engine yeah uh, and my computer can't run it very well <laughs> it's built in the cry engine ah <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> uh, but it's it's interesting if it if it if it gets done I I bought I bought the package that gives me the single player game because I feel like at least that might get done. Uh-huh. I don't yeah, really optimistic. I don't really I and I honestly don't really care about the MMO side of it. I really just wanted to play another like better freelancer game mm-hmm. with like new technology. So that's all I'm that's all I'm really hoping for is to get that. Um, Did I tell you about Rebel Galaxy? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, I still haven't played it yet, but I bought it. Uh, anyway. I, I've been trying to find more freelancer. Like, I played, like, Galaxy on Fire 2 was one that I got that was... Yeah. That one was... That one was okay. Uh, it it didn't have nearly as much, like, story or quite as... Like, there wasn't as much to do because it was, like, you could only basically do dogfighting ships. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't like Freelancer where you could have, like, the big, clunky, like, freighter ship that gets robbed by pirates and you explode. Like, oh, okay. and you couldn't, and, like, it was basically you had a dogfighting ship that could do some mining. And that was about it. It was a lot more, it was a lot simpler sort of system. Um, Rebel Galaxy, you can customize your ship and build up ships out of parts and stuff. And uh, at least I believe so. You you start with like a chassis and then add hard points and everything like that. Mm-hmm. 
So you can have like giant space freighters, and but you can also have like smaller, like dogfighty ships. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks interesting. It's got kind of a space western sort of soundtrack, but you can also like import your own music into the into the the custom soundtrack. <laughs> if you playlist. hate that, if you hate that crappy music, is that what you're trying to say? I think the music sounded good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's a thing. That's a thing that they were like marketing was like you can you can import your own music into these triggers and they will also trigger out of that playlist like like combat music and so so like you like you did for uh what what was it uh oblivion whenever whenever you get into combat it would play yakety sax music Uh uh-huh like that yeah (laughs) um oh so anyway back to star citizen so star citizen my understanding is that they've broken the game proper out into modules. And each of these modules is a gameplay system in, in itself. So there's a first person, like there's a first person module. And that's the thing that will let you go ship or planet side and run around as an FPS. Then there's the spaceship module that lets you fly around in space. And then there's going to be other modules that have these whole, like, um, like, in themselves, like, kind of its own game, like, degree of mechanics. But that's one of the reasons that the thing's so dang, like, you earn so much money because these people have been, like, paying you know, upwards of like ten to a hundred thousand dollars for like a ship or something in this game. Yeah, which just seems kind of crazy to me. And there's isn't that the game? There's like also an aftermarket be, for ships. Yeah, but I think there's also I don't know if it's like uh to the, to the degree of um, Eve Online where there's like ship insurance or something like that as well. But uh, yeah, there's like a lot of money going into this thing, and they've like, uh, I didn't even know that there was something playable yet. But I, because I kind of fell off like following that stuff. But so you did, you ran something. Yes, it was like, uh, and maybe I just found all that there was, but like I kind of just got into a room where I was like, it, it was like kind of a first person like level that I was running around in, but it was like there were the NPCs weren't working or anything. So you'd walk into what looked like it was clearly going to be a store. And there was a guy who was just standing, standing there who I assume would be an NPC, but he was just staring at you with his cold dead eyes (laughs) and not moving. And you could run around and there was a couple of other people running around and jumping into windows because they didn't know how to navigate through the doors and things like that. Wait. And so this was single player. No, it was multiplayer. Oh, okay. And I, I feel like what I was playing was some kind of just a load test. Yeah. Sort of thing. Server server test stuff. Yeah. But there was yeah. something to run around in. And like I said, it was a very pretty looking space to right. walk around in. Was it still just the space station kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had they had kind of shown that off. And there's like a a shop and a garage. There was a shop, there was like the go meet Han Solo bar. Uh-huh. 
and like a a cantina space saloon space saloon <laughs> like you said like you've never heard either of those words before <laughs> yes it's the star wars cantina yeah okay oh, i'm uh-huh. bored now they got the like big giant giant head guys playing space bassoons the the mortal Kombat theme <laughs> he fucking uh-huh. it was more like like blue and blue and red strobe lights and insert generic club music here which is like like sci-fi club music i don't know why it's always like like irritating sci-fi clubs is always like the space themed kind of because that's easier to make than cantina music right but you could also do like you know it's just because it's space doesn't mean it has to be like all like Blade Runnery or some bullshit. Yeah, I mean, all, like, you have, all you have to do is put together some crappy things and fruity loops or something, and then you have you have future music. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. You know, like, the Cantina I, song actually required composition. I I want to walk into a space bar or a bar on a, a club on a space station and just have a guy like, up there doing spoken word music. Yeah, spoken <laughs> rock, word music. spoken it's word music. Man, yeah. he's, yeah. he's just like scat poetry or something. No, I want space cat. <laughs> space cat. He's like skip bop, doobity bop. The cat went up to the street, zibity bop, subity bop. He needed something to eat. Yeah, no, I, I want to see like <laughs> I want to have like fancy red velvet curtains and a grand piano and some guy singing like you know jazz music or something. Uh huh. You know that kind of a thing, where it's like a classy place. Mm-hmm. Not what about what about like. Uh... Uh, punk bluegrass, or uh, or uh, m- metal polka. Metal polka. <laughs> that probably exists. Acid polka. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need a space Irish pub. How about that? Something like something along those lines. Yeah. There's a bunch of <laughs> there's a bunch of cops over in one area. There's a dartboards. Yeah. Don't throw darts in space. There's no gravity. It's it's. Well, then you'd be pretty good, I think. It's digital dartboards. Oh, like holographic darts. Yeah, hollow yeah. darts. Hollow darts. Yeah. There's just hollow point darts. But if you like, walk past it, it's wounds still that they make. It's still like back. pierces your skull if like somebody's in the way. Like the holographic dart was still like ah. God, I got but if you die it. in the hologram, you die in real life. Yes. I thought you were gonna say it does the like, uh, like VHS static like thing as it as it clips goes through your body. <laughs> <laughs> is that how holograms work? No, this is the future. This isn't crappy future. I was hoping it was crappy future. You're oh. hoping it was crappy future. <laughs> I was hoping we're, crappy we're like, future. <laughs> we're the, we're all technology is at the same resolution as a 1980s television screen. <laughs> yeah. 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 On that, on that's the great thing about like '80s or period sci-fi. Yes. I really enjoy because you can you can tell that their perspective of the future is based on the current degree of technology that they're working with. Oh, I mean, like aliens. Yeah, like aliens. Like everything, everything has a CRT screen. Everything's yeah. like a green, only one color. <laughs> a green, you know, a green text readout with like blocky letters and a in a blinking cursor. 
and all of the all of the uh keyboards and everything is like very heavy like mechanical switches and stuff yeah like that's really neat or it's even better is like 1950s yeah stuff where it's like let's look in the viewer screen and it's like all staticky and crap and it's like just a a tv or something and then they've got like giant levers yeah for everything or That's like i want to go into like space. giant like spinning tape to like reel-to-reel tape machines in the background and lights that blink but they're for no reason they're just a blinking light in the background yeah yeah like i still want to do a video game set in that era <laughs> like like 1950s future yeah, because Fallout kind of does the aesthetic of, like, a retro future look, but everything's dilapidated, so you don't really get to, like, bask in the greatness of, like, the that style of thing, you know? Right. But, uh, like, you don't get to fly on a rocket that has, like, wings on it and stuff. Like, that's yes, what I want. Yes, a, a nuclear age future would be, would be kind of cool to play as a, as an aesthetic. Yeah, and like all of the all of the aliens are just like dudes in makeup. Like they have like really weird <laughs> eyebrows or something. Yes. <laughs> and they all talk like this, you know, that kind of With thing. The radio voice. <laughs> yeah, your hero your hero is like you know, Bud Strongly or something like that and like that's your that's your main guy. Your gun has rings. <laughs> you say his name is Butt Strongly? Bud Strongly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bud Strongly. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle back to Ryan Reynolds' butt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you're 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 you've got like a ray gun, and it and it just it doesn't it just makes like a noise, and then it you know your bad guy explodes. You don't even see the thing like flying out of it. Right? There's no there's, there's no projectile. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's more of a radio gun. Yeah. yeah, or you've got something that like you fire it and it, it the screen sh- flashes inverted colors whenever you shoot. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like your your BFG level gun. Is it just like inverts the colors and flashes back and forth? And maybe the screen turns upside down for a split second. Yeah, wee-oo, wee-oo. right. It's gonna make that sound too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and and people have like weird rocket packs and stuff that they never with knobs on them yes or uh everyone wears onesies yeah like shiny silver jumpsuits metal metal onesies Uh uh-huh yes yeah fishbowl hat helmets that would be great oh oh okay did you see the thing about amazon uh not amazon no nickelodeon uh they're gonna do a direct-to-tv movie of legends of the hidden temple i saw that how is that a movie what yes mm-hmm. <laughs> are there going to be like silver snakes and purple monkeys or whatever color the green monkeys, monkeys. green monkeys yeah silver snakes purple parrots all uh, right orange orangutans i was about to say do they all do they all alliterate but green monkeys doesn't that should be like mauve monkeys no, like only half of them, or maybe less than half, actually. Yeah. Well, literally. What, what were they? So it was green, blue, green monkeys, silver I snakes. Like there was a panther. It was purple parrots? I thought. I, I think that's right. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. blue. 
Oh, it was Blue Barracudas? Yeah, Blue Barracudas. So that's alliterative. Uh, purple Horseshoes. No. Uh, yellow. Stars. There are yes. <laughs> horseshoes and Blue Moons. Uh-huh. Is it Yellow Panthers? Or Jaguars, maybe? It was no. Yellow Jaguars. Was there, a, there was a yellow? I thought there was a yellow. I don't remember. All I remember is the shrine of the silver monkey. And like, no kid freaking knew how to put the damn thing together. Yeah, it's like, look, guy, there's clearly a way that this thing goes. So <clears> I have a it's only three pieces. It is three pieces. There's a base. <laughs> that thing goes on the bottom. There's the head. That thing's got a stick that goes all the way through. And then there's the other piece. I, I have a theory about this. <laughs> My my thought is, I'm, they were all gassed right before they went. Here's your purple knockout gas. What? Why don't get monkeys? <laughs> go go go! You got to get your pendants. No, I need to win the luggage. Uh huh. Because that's the prizes they would give. Uh, no, I, my theory is that I bet that they filmed all of the episodes before they aired. And so, no, like, we're sitting there watching it. We've seen the ep- all, like, 12 episodes. We're like, we know how that damn monkey goes together. Those kids have never seen that monkey before. That's right. my guess. But that well, explains the first season. How many seasons were there? I don't know. But I here's the other thing. all 36 episodes at once, or how many there were. They're, they're... Because you can film it in, like, a day. They're... I'm waiting for the, uh, for the, uh, uh... The, the tell-all interview or whatever that With Olmec. that the a, that the AV Club does like they did for uh, they did they did one for guts right and uh, so I want to see the 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 Legends of the Hidden Temple where they talk about like all of the actual like coaching they did yeah to like get those kids up to that point because they have to coach them for all of those games you know yeah they they we don't only just see like the, the two second explanation yeah but but also like they give them an overview of every single room. Like the Olmec goes over every room. And so even if you're not the first kid who goes in, the second kid who goes in, he's sitting there for like over a minute, just like looking at this other dude run through this. And I'm sure thinking like we all are going, you're an idiot. This guy's on my team and he's a total idiot. (laughs) And then he gets in there and he's like, now I'm the idiot. I don't know where I'm going either. I had two medallions and I still can get through two. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing about those medallions, right? Real quick, real quick. Red Jaguars, uh-huh. Blue Barracudas, which you already got, Green Monkeys, we got, Orange Iguanas, Purple Parrots, and Silver Snakes. So it was like half or alliterative. What was the other yeah. one? Red Panther? Red Panther. Red Jaguars. Red Jaguars. Jaguars. Okay, so I was right. There was a Jaguar. There was a Jaguar. Okay, so those pendants, right? You get... Uh, you. When you win a game, you get a whole pendant. If you are in second, you get the half pendant. Is that right? And then then they add like the number of pendants you have. Like that's who is decided to go on to the to the temple run. I think so. Because you get a you get a certain amount and then they add up like how many pendants worth of things you have. I I can't remember. I think it was each game you can win pendant parts from. But then there was like I can't remember if it was something where like there was just kind of a, a, a race at the end, like whoever wins the rate, like the last thing is the, I don't remember exactly. Yeah, because you had to like do that rope bridge thing across the water. And there was like, like a, there, I thought there was like a thing and, and maybe it was like American Gladiators, where like you had extra time ahead of the other kids or something if you had one more games. 
but maybe mm. that's not right. Yeah, I wasn't sure if the winning more games was the determining factor or if there was like a, a third. No, because there's definitely some some teams that went in there and had like nothing. Yeah, like that's a half true. pendant yeah. when they got through. So uh I do remember But the 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 temple guards, right? Like because it doesn't matter if you have a whole pendant or a half pendant. They're both worth one life. You'd always find something. But the, I remember. I do remember the prize or the the thing they were always after. Some ridiculous thing like the the prized flight pants of Amelia Earhart or something. Yeah. <laughs> or the or the wicker basket of uh, Martha Washington. Yes. The the, the legendary fabled ascot of Freddie Mercury. That actually is, th- that it is fable. I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say uh, Freddie from Scooby Doo. I, I, I was trying to remember what Freddie's last name was, so I just went with Mercury. <laughs> so you, you you would have been right if I could have remembered it. Freddie Do? I don't know. Freddie Do. Freddie Do. You know, I think I, Scooby was the only Do. When I was teaching at UTD, I actually had a pair, uh, a couple, a team of students put together for my class. Uh, a legend, the legends of the hidden temple level, uh-huh. and whenever I was teaching them how to work with Unreal and the Unreal Engine, they I would always use the barrel as the first mesh that I would always use because there's just one barrel that came with UDK. Yeah, and so they 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 made a a matinee sequence where they recorded themselves as Olmec talking about the the lost uh, golden barrel of Phil, <laughs> and that was they made an entire uh, episode out of it for the project. Wow. It was pretty cool. It wasn't gold because <laughs> they didn't even re- recolor it. It's a, no, I don't that would have kind of ruined the joke, though. Yeah, it's like the the fabled golden barrel of Phil. It was it was cute. I just thought it was relevant to bring that up. <laughs> what? Um. <laughs> but yeah, you get you get one pendant and you get caught. You have a whole pendant, you get caught, you give them the whole pendant. You have a half pendant, you get caught, you give them the half pendant. I don't remember if it worked that way. I thought you needed to have a hold one for it to count. No, I think it worked either way. And yeah. I think you get, I think what it was is like it, it, a half pendant counted as one, a full pendant counted as one. And if you had one and a half, but you could get two. And if you had like all the pendants possible, you were able to do something special. If you have all of the pendants, then... Even if you ran into all of the temple guards, you could still get through. I think that's what it was. Yeah, they, but they they were always there because they the guys would just jump out of anywhere. There were, yeah, there were two yeah, they of had, them. They had the secret pathway; they could just stop you. Yes, there were two somewhere in some rooms, and yeah, and that was how it worked. Which was always conveniently the ones you're passing through. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you didn't get caught by a temple guard, then. <clears throat> You might have I don't know if anyone ever won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, several Somebody people did. won, but it was definitely, you know, less than half. Right. So they've got they've just got this warehouse full of huffy bikes and British knights that yeah. they can't get rid of. <laughs> Still yeah, to this, <laughs> to this day. day. We bought they, all of They these. had all of the prizes already and they just handed them out, so they Yeah. <laughs> but then the show got canceled. And the show got canceled. And now so they just Nickelodeon is sitting on a warehouse full of stuff. No, they they gave them away in guts. And what would you do? Now there is one <laughs> there is one game show that I don't think anyone ever won. Ever in the entire time they were running on Nickelodeon. 
And that was uh, Nick Arcade. No, I saw somebody win that one once. Oh, yeah? Yes. Because someone finally picked a game they knew how to play? The, uh... Well, the, but the the last thing was always you went through, like, the terrible blue screen video game. Oh, yeah, I remember that, because the kid would be, like, waving his hand over the the coin, and it just wouldn't work. Yeah, it was like trying to... Pl- yes. <laughs> it's like trying to play Connect. Yeah, that's what it's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's there like, you go. <laughs> it's like, no, to the left. Uh, it's still not reading me. Yeah, that... Yeah, it was like the kids would lose because it was so badly done. But yeah, the technology was not good. No. Cuz this it's is... like he's like coin, coin and he's like no, touch the coin. He's like coin and the the the, the host was like you got to touch the coin. You didn't touch the coin and the kids like wait like I see like he's like, like you literally his see entire his arm it. eclipses yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it still doesn't go through. Ugh, I hated that show, but and there was always they would always like pick the weirdest games to play. Like, like some guys like I play Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm like okay, and then they pick like games I've never heard of. Yeah, like let's play Decap Attack, the game that no one can win. <laughs> we beat that though, didn't we? I maybe I can't remember that one was. That game had so many auto scrolling levels though. Let's yeah. play Polybius. What? Isn't that that crazy game that like they think the CIA made? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Was it actually just a polygraph test? No. Oh. Uh it was a uh it's an urban legend game that it supposedly exists. It's been in Simpsons before. Um so it's got to be true. Well, <laughs> what is the name of it? Uh Polybius. <laughs> yeah, and it, it basically is this game that like supposedly like it has like some really trippy art for it. And supposedly they think it hypnotized you or is there some sort of social engineering thing made by the CIA to brainwash people while they play it it's and or kind induce of, hallucinations. Some kind of MK Ultra experience. Yeah. And it, it's a it's a real thing. I mean, but uh Oh yeah, that's an actual arcade machine. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's what it was. It appeared in arc in certain arcades and then mysteriously, supposedly, and then disappeared shortly after, just as mysteriously. Supposedly I'm going to say it was cut. aliens, though. <laughs> well, it could have been. You know, last Starfinder. The A in CIA <laughs> stands they for They found alien. somebody to save their race. Yeah, and then, they're, well, we don't need this machine anymore. And they found out that humans can't play it very well, so they said, screw this, and took it, you know, elsewhere. <laughs> Nobody's very good at this game. <laughs> yeah, so- Look at the high score. It says ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the- and then they just walked around town looking for ass, and they had- <laughs> and they took Ryan Reynolds to save their plan, <laughs> and that's how he became the Green Lantern. There it is. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, full story. Uh, so yeah, the players supposedly like suffer from things like amnesia, night terrors. Uh, they stopped playing games entirely, some of them, and then it just disappeared. There's got to be a meme rom out there for that thing. Probably, I think you can get it. It, but I, yeah, I mean, it, it it just entered into the uh, the cultural mythos. I mean, they they thought most people thought it was like some kind of government experiment. Mm-hmm. Surprised you'd never heard of it, actually. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they just replaced that with uh, chemtrails, right? Oh yeah, yeah, chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those give me night terrors. Night, yeah. 
<laughs> pretty mild side effects, I think, for chemtrails. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that YouTube lady? Who Which does, one? The, the one who does videos about chemtrails and uh, plasma orbs and stuff. And 90% of what she's doing is like making bad home videos with a with a camcorder and then talking about how the like compression or noise artifacts in her in her camcorder are actually like plasma fields or uh other like government things. She got a lens flare at one point and was talking about how it's a plasma orb. Yeah, have you not do you not no, know what I'm talking no, about? No, no, this is this not something I've good, seen. Though. Yeah, the, the first video I saw of hers was her filming her backyard water sprinkler, and there was a rainbow in it. And she's like, she's got this, <laughs> she's got an accent like, what are they putting in our water? This water didn't do this 20 years ago. Well, you see how there's a rainbow in it? I remember playing in the sprinklers when I was a kid and my water didn't do this. What's the government putting in our water? Like, that's the kind of stuff she posts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, well, back uh, in her day when stuff was still in black and white, mm, there wasn't uh, any water. I knew we were going to cross that bridge. Yeah. <laughs> the, the light didn't refract because what color would it have made? Yeah. Super gray? Yeah. Well, that closes the ca- the book on that one. <laughs> Open and shut case. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll have to show you guys those videos, though. Yes, please. <clears throat> I, I need this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Although, apparently, the government is poisoning some of our water supplies. So there is that. Oh, well, as long as you <laughs> just oh. don't live in Michigan, just don't live in Michigan. Yeah, or Arizona, kids, or just, lots of other places where caustic water. Just take those kids to the Oscars; it'll be okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My new house will have a well, so if you need to come get some clean water, let me know. You probably won't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Water. Eh. <laughs> what are you doing here? No water. Aquavita. <laughs> the well's gone dry, see? <laughs> I don't know why. Why why is that I don't think that's how William talks. No, that's my voice. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds weird because we're recording it. Yeah, oh, okay. right. Yeah. yeah. See, this is me recording him as he is, not how he records. Mm. And I don't know how I record, but it's not like the way I talk. Right. He sounds like Christopher Walken in real life. No, we've done that one before. Remember, we we did the Christopher Walken impression. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've also done the uh, Pauly Shore impression. <laughs> just still my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty oh, good. <laughs> What's he up to these days? Pauly Shore? Yeah. Have we, have we ever found out? Nobody asked the question. It's how it's how we start talking about it, right? Is it? I don't remember. I don't know. Are you wanting me to do it? 
the Polly Shore voice. Do you want me to do it? You want to end the episode on that? Yeah. I don't know. I just Googled Polly Shore, and the second thing that came up was Polly Shore is dead. No, there was a, there was like a thing a couple years ago where he was like falsely reported as dead. <laughs> <laughs> so he's up to the same thing that Alex Winter is up to is being reported as dead when he's not. <laughs> Applying to false uh, allegations. Apparently, Polly Shore is going to be in Dallas in June. Uh, Why? Uh, Apparently, he's going to do a comedy thing. (laughs) Why? Is that what he's calling it? (laughs) No. Polly Shore stands alone. He's got a stand-up show he's doing now. Is that what it is? Yes. So he's gone back to his... Should we we, print out signs and say, I stand with Paul? His, His roots... His, I don't know if that's his roots. Well, that's was, from 2014. This is two years. Was he not a stand-up comic before he became a VJ? Well, he's going to be a hyena's comedy nightclub. The Weasel? The Weasel! <laughs> you had to say it. You said the Weasel. Said the magic word. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Pseudonym, the weasel. <laughs> <clears throat> I wonder if he still goes by the weasel. <laughs> it was on his Wikipedia page that, yes, he he does. He does indeed go by the yeah. weasel. Yeah, I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now. Uh-huh. Underneath is Polly Shore, and there's a picture of him in 2008. From Polly Shore is Dead, apparently, is the name of the movie. Apparently they made a movie called Polly Shore's Dead. Anyway, ah. the pseudonym is called The Weasel. He was born Paul Montgomery Shore. So, I mean, he's got that going for him. He, he doesn't have a stage name, really. Also, Alex Winter was in a movie last year called Deep Web. Was it a made-for-TV <laughs> movie? It was a made-for-EPIX movie, which I don't even know what that is. I guess it's another streaming service. Yeah. There's really a lot of those now. Yeah, there are. Yeah. E-picks. Huh. Hmm. We should watch this. Mm. Is it called The Deep Web? Yeah, Deep Web. Deep Web. You think that's like the net? Probably. I bet it's just <laughs> the same script, it's just the... with Alex Winters. <laughs> Alex Winter in a wig playing uh, Sandra Bullock's character. <laughs> 20, like, yeah. like young Sandra Bullock? Yeah. <laughs> The crime saga of the digital age. So, yes. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> it's Alex Winters trying to set up a Bitcoin mining computer. <laughs> yes. Or he's trying to download things from the Pirate Bay. Yeah. What if he's playing I'll the find dude this key from, for uh, Kanye yet? Silk Road or whatever that was. Oh, I remember that. That was, that was from uh, <laughs> the, the Tor secret web. Yeah. Yeah. The deep web? The dark web is actually what it's the called. Dark, the dark internet? The dark internet. Pirates of the dark internet. Noichi <laughs> Tat. Yeah. No? Really? What? What? I, I, I thought that's what you were doing. Yeah. I, I didn't know, hear what you said. Noichi Tat. Pirates of dark internet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Now he's just faking it. Yeah, he's pretending he knows what the dark is. I about. know what a yeah, monkey yeah. bird is. No, it's a cheetah. I get it. Huh? No, I, I know what a monkey bird is. No, it's a cheetah. 
Yeah. Huh? That sounds like you're speaking the Avatar language hey. or whatever. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> that movie. Can we talk about how? Can we talk about how in that movie? There's a whole race of beings that is quote unquote in touch with their planet, but like, like, does like weird animal like rape stuff to all of their animals. What? Well, okay. Yeah, so you've got the brain thing. The, you've got the brain thing. It's yeah. the way that they mate with each other. Uh huh. And that's also how they tame their animals. Yeah. Is that their sex organs or is it something else? Like, what is that? I don't know. What well, is that okay. weird hair spout? Yeah. What do you think I know? Like, the impression that I get is that it's the reproductive organs. I think it's just a... I think it's an emotional connection thing. You think it's like a, You think... Okay, so you think the thing that they did between fake blue man and girl... Blue girl? Blue girl. You think the thing that they did is more like demolition man? Yeah. And less yeah. like... Yeah, I, it's like I, the USB port. I think to ah. make I think to make new new blue people, they got a regular do it. How is USB port worse than sex organs for you? I don't know that. That's just got that feels like really gross to me. To be <laughs> but, to be like here's this like orifice that you just stick anywhere. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's well, kind of did. what they did. That's they kind of what they did. Trees and dragon monsters and yeah. horse things. You don't, you don't like the brain noodling. Yeah, brain noodling. That's what it is. <sighs> the brain noodle. <clears throat> yeah, it's just gross. It seems like I mean, I guess they are like all natural or whatever. But like they wouldn't have any. <laughs> they kind don't. Of they, they definitely paint with all the colors of the wind. <sighs> yes. <laughs> So I heard they're delaying that movie for another year or so, maybe even longer. The sequel? Yeah. Which is funny because Disney World's almost finished with Avatar Land, which I think was supposed to be... That was a Disney movie? No. It's a Fox movie. Fox has no uh, amusement parks, though. That's why so Star Fox Wars... Fox is like, hey... Uh, Disney does on Star Wars. Well, Disney they, Star they Wars. do now, but when they... Before oh they yeah, didn't. before they they did. They have still had that. Star Wars stuff at yeah. Disney World. Yeah, that's true. Right, but that was a Fox movie because Fox has no amusement parks, and they I think they hate Disney less than they hate Universal. Universal. Or is Warner Brothers still tied in with Six Flags? No, wait, because used to have so. technically yes, but Harry Potter is at Universal, which is Warner Brothers. Yeah. Well, Ted, well the not really. Well, but, but they see, don't own it. They just own the movie rights. Six Flags is a lot less movie themed and a lot more like like it's just rides. Poster. Yeah, that's it, all. Six it Flags used is. to be more like Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes and Batman. Yeah, like, there's yeah. still, there's still all, like half all, the rides are Batman. It's all ride centric. You, you've got like the Batman like roller coaster, and then you've got that stunt show with Batman that is never that's like that's been dead for a long time. Well, there goes my reason to go to Six Flags. Well, and they also had like the Mister Freeze one, and then like every like Fiesta Texas had a Batman ride. Uh, Astro World had a Batman there's ride. There's the Superman jet into the air thing. Yeah, there's the Superman thing. Uh, Magic Mountain had a Batman ride as well. But yeah, they it's all about the rides, though. I mean, with with like the Harry Potter tie and like 
universal. It's it's themed shops, food, yeah, all they, that stuff. They they don't they don't have like they don't have like a Gotham themed area where you can walk through with your parents and let them get killed. Yeah, you just get in a line and you see some some Batman cutouts while you ride a roller you coaster. You can't you can't go to like Crime Alley and see the like <laughs> like that the outline of the ground or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The outline of the ground of Batman's parents. Yeah, like get, the, yeah, you can lay the chalk, in, get your the chalk taken with it. Yeah. Yeah. I do that right. And it's like if there's like a loudspeaker that keeps e- echoing like you ever dance with the devil of the pale moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just Jack Nicholson from the bushes. <laughs> I got nothing else going on, see. <laughs> What's this see? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would like to go to a Gotham themed theme park though. That would be bad. Uh, I think any, <laughs> anyone would. I wouldn't. Gotham's a terrible place to walk around as a as a citizen. Well, yeah, but it's a theme park. Yeah. So you probably won't actually get robbed. No, but no. there'll be there'll be there will be people hired to look like they're getting mugged, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and you hope it's not an actual mug mugging. Right. Well they're they're in like they're <laughs> be the best thing. They're ever. in like appropriate costumes, you know. You're like, haha, look at that fake mugging. And then it's like, give me your money. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> or, or or here's a better thing. Where's the where is Batman? Well Batman. And then you see well, Batman like lying on a corner or something. Oh no! They got him. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes was, actual crime alley. I was gonna say, what, what happens if like someone, if you had like a staged mugging in in Gotham, the uh-huh. amusement park, and you say, what if people start actually getting mugged? What if someone doesn't understand that that's a stage play and actually starts being a vigilante <laughs> within See, Gotham? Someone a real Batman a and real a, Batman. a fake mugging. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's just part of the atmosphere. It's just part of the atmosphere. <laughs> that's that's also why there's not a, a Gotham world. Well, maybe we could do it without the muggings. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. It's yeah. Muggings are nothing for me. <laughs> muggings are nothing. Um. <laughs> Is there a Star Wars themed world? They're working on it. Hmm, that might be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna build a cantina. Yeah, yeah they're gonna build it out in uh, out in Arizona. World. No, they're building it at Disney World and and Disneyland. It's just like Tatooine out here. <laughs> yes. You have to go to Canada for the Hoth. It should be. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a couple of years before they have something to show for it, though. But then you just go to Muir Woods and you got the uh, and you, and you're Forest out. Moon of Endor. Yes. Yes, you called it the Forest Moon of Endor, not just Endor. Thereby, you retain your nerd card today. <laughs> Ever dance with the devil in the lights? <laughs> Quiet, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> that would be like the best problem to have ever. Jack Nicholson just follows you around. <laughs> the best problem is you just. It's... You're just tailed by Jack Nicholson. Yes, you're at the grocery you're... store. You reach out for like zucchini or something. Don't pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> you 
<laughs> you pull a box of cereal away and his face is poking through. Yes. Here's, Here's Johnny. Johnny. Yep. Yep. He's yeah. just saying, he's just, he's just quoting, he's his, just movies. quoting his different movies. Old Jackie's here to tell you to watch your carbs. <laughs> what movie is that from? I Nothing. Know. I just imagine he just, he's giving he's me just dietary giving advice. Nutri- he's just your nutritionist now. Yes. <laughs> Jack Nicholson, nutritionist, retired actor. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. This is what you're going to eat. You're going to eat a club sandwich, hold the bread, or no, no, it wasn't hold the bread. It was hold everything but the bread. Damn it, I've already ruined the joke. <laughs> I just imagine Jack Nicholson saying that. Damn it, I've already ruined the joke. <laughs> like, nobody was going to get that reference either. I don't even remember which movie that was from. Chinatown. That wasn't Chinatown. Well, then I don't know what it was. <laughs> I just, I just remember he ordered the sandwich to get a piece of toast. Yeah, he wanted toast. They didn't sell toast. What the hell was? It wasn't Chinatown. No, it wasn't Chinatown. Wow. I've seen no, Chinatown. I know what you're talking about. This, now this movie. See, so, now everybody knows. No, this movie. We were watching the the opening of it because that scene's in the opening of it, and Dad only remembered that scene from it, and then we didn't get anywhere else in the rest of the movie because it was super boring. <laughs> no, but once we got past that scene, Dad was like, "Yeah, I remember it was funny the last whenever I saw it." Oh. <laughs> All I know is I ruined the joke in like two seconds. <laughs> Get a club sandwich. Hold the bread. No way! That was the thing I wanted! No! No, ruin yes. it! Oh my gosh. Still in beta, the podcast where we poorly remember Jack Nicholson movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I couldn't think of a quote from as good as it gets, so that was where I ended up. Was he even in Chinatown? Yes! <laughs> Jeez, he was the lead! Chinatown or something. (laughs) 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 You know, I thought I had thought about stopping the recording like half an hour ago, but I'm so glad we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to top it now. <laughs> this has been still in beta, a time to fill. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're, we're good. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Where, 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 where